0: Hey, what's going on, Chams? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show. And thank you for supporting my dad.
1: Welcome back, Immigrant Nation. Another week, another new episode. As always, thank you for joining me every week, whenever or wherever you are listening to this podcast. I'm grateful for your support and I appreciate you so much. And if you have not officially joined the Immigrant Nation, I suggest for you to please click the subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast. And another way to be part of this community is by visiting and following our social media accounts. Our handle is An Immigrant's Life. There you can see pictures, audio reels, and other things that I consider cool. It is also there where you can contact me if you or someone you know is interested in appearing as a guest on the podcast or you can send an email to immigrantslife at yahoo.com. So let's connect and let's tell your beautiful story. All the reminders are done. Now, let's talk about this week's episode. I'm thrilled to introduce this week's podcast guest, an amazing artist who, like Bob Ross, Firmly believes that talent is developed through nurture and demonstrating that art transcends borders. We also discuss his desire to bring back Picasso's groundbreaking artistic style to Africa. Please enjoy this thought provoking conversation about art and life, and I hope you'd learn something from it. So let's not waste more time. Without further ado, Let's get into the show. Today's guest is a visual contemporary artist that conquers emotion through lines and colors, which encapsulates all in his paintings. Everyone, please welcome Siza Adesina.
0: Yay, hi everyone. <laughs> nice to be here, so nice to be here.
1: Oh, thank you for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it. No
0: No problem at all. Thank you for inviting me. Of
1: course, man. I love your art. I was like, yo, this guy, he has to come on. He has cool stuff. I'm pretty (laughs) sure he has this beautiful painting, colorful painting. I'm pretty sure there's some darkness in there. And I want to talk about the darkness. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
1: Before we move on, why don't you tell the immigrant nation where they can reach you or if you want to promote anything?
0: Well, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. My Instagram is um iCaesar. I C A E Z A R. Yeah. And my my website, the same thing, mm-hmm. iCa.com. I-C-A-E-Z-A-R. Why did you decide to put the I in front? Um, okay, so when I started painting back in 2016, I used S. Right? S stands for Shagun. Mm. So it used to be S. Yeah, the yeah, Caesar." But then lately, when I started to, um, when I wanted to build my brand, I just wanted something, something. I I think something p- people can easily relate to, and I wanted to make it kind of personal. It, it just came to me like, let me say, I Caesar. Like mm. this is my personal brand. Like this is me, I myself. Oh, so beautiful. I Caesar. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: mentioned the the name Shagun. What does that mean?
0: Shagun means, okay, the full um, name is Oluwa Shagun. Oluwa means God. Shagun Mm. means to to win. So you can say God win. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like to be victorious. Is that your nickname? Like your family nickname? Or you gave that name to yourself? No, it's my first name. Oh, okay and okay. additional is my last name but caesar is a nickname
1: oh okay. and then i
0: made that different name
1: who gave you that nickname did you give that to yourself
0: oh it was a school. <laughs> it was it was so funny like everybody kind of thought i was like this snob because i was so cool in school so gentle i just face my business i don't like really talk to anybody and then people start saying like he walks around like he wants the place, like da 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 da. And then someone just I've forgotten how oh, in my hundred level in an OAU, someone just mentioned like, mm, it was like trying to mock me or something like that. I just say Julio Caesar. And then I just picked up on, on on this Caesar, right? And then Caesar is spelled with C like, mostly most of the time C-E-S-A-R. Mm. But then I just kind of switched it up to C-A-E-Z-A-R. So it doesn't really, so it's not spelled the same way as the biblical Julius Caesar.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: I love that. Ah, that Thank you. They're trying to like,
1: not bring you down, but they're trying to like something, Yeah, you know, but you're like, you know what, dude? Yes, I am.
0: Yeah, then it just became this thing like, and for like, How many years now? Like eight years now. It's just talk. Nobody, only my parents call me. (laughs)
1: That's awesome. Yoruba
0: boy from Nigeria. Yeah, let's go.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about that. You mentioned that you went to Obafemi Awolowo University. I know it's far from Lagos. Were you original from Lagos?
0: I was born in Lagos, then we moved out of Lagos, like when I was still young, we moved mm-hmm. to Ocean State. Ocean State is where this school is. So my parents remained in Oshogo, which is the capital of Ocean. Mm-hmm. So when I got into OAU, it was just like a 30 minutes drive, right? It was after my university that I moved back to Lagos myself.
1: Usually, most Nigerians I talk to, they moved to Lagos. Your family moved yeah. out of Lagos.
0: Was there a reason? Um, okay, so the story I heard, because I was young when we moved, hmm. the story I heard was my my dad was, at the time, my dad just left, he, he used to be a soldier. So he just, he retired, and then uh, he went to school for, civil engineering then we moved away because he got a job and I, I i think it was supposed to be a short move and then i guess he fell in love with the state or something because lagos is just this crazy place that everybody when you are like a like family man you don't really want to be in lagos right and lagos is for us Link. so i think that's what happened with us moving away
1: mm. so how was your life in ocean
0: Yeah, I had all my education in Austrian state. It was really, my dad was kind of strict, you know, old soldier and all. So it was pretty much go to school, come back. So I was always this, (laughs) yeah, you have to, there there was a coffee, there was a coffee then for 7pm when you are like one minute past seven late. One minute late, it locks you outside for like 30 minutes or on one now, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then again, the kind of person I grew up to be. I, so, I, probably that was why I never liked going out, right? So, as I continue to grow up, I don't go out to see friends. I don't. And Osho is not this really crazy place. It's just everybody in his house. Everybody in their houses, just with their families. So, there was there was no fun. No fun. We were just going to school, coming back, trying to get good grades and like impress our parents. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's funny because you said that you had a curfew at 7 p.m. I had a curfew at 6 p.m.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy. 6 p.m. did because you grow up?
1: I grew up in the Philippines. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. the rule was before the church bell rings, you have to be inside the house or else... <laughs> You know what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we kind of grew up to be really afraid of our parents. So. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. so yeah, 6 p.m. You have to go in and that was the rule. Bro, I never broke that rule. <laughs> That's one rule I never broke.
0: Yo, I can't relate. I can't relate. <laughs> Trust me.
1: But I love that you said that because of that rule, it transferred to you not really enjoy going out. Because I am the same thing. Like, I do enjoy once in a
0: while, but most of the time, I just want to stay home. Yeah. I never want to leave my house. I can be, especially because I paint. And so I paint full time, right? So I have no reason. The only, like, time I want to go out is if I need to go get materials (laughs) for my painting. (laughs) And then there was a time I was home alone. And after a week, I realized hmm. I have not stepped out of my compound. It was just... <laughs> I, I like to paint outside. So it was just from me, like, leaving my house, going outside my door and starting to paint, and then I go back in. Like, and I did not even realize until, like, a week later when someone called me and said, yeah, when was the last time you were outside? And I like, wow, it's been, like, a week. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, crazy.
1: I don't paint or anything like that, but <laughs> I I guess I'm going to translated to with me it was when I was younger I got into video games a lot. And there was mm. like a time that I didn't go out for I, I don't know, maybe three months I didn't go out. I stayed wow. home. My friends were scrolling my house like, yo, what happened to you? Are you alive? You know? <laughs> You're like hanging out. I'm like, well if you wanna hang out, come to my house, but I'm not going out. Right? You know <laughs> But I lo- I love that. You said that you paint a lot but I saw that you finish political science.
0: Mm, look how government's administration actually. I don't like telling people that because they laugh, bro. Yeah, what? that was my course. Yeah, <laughs> why? government. I don't know, cause people are just like crazy in Nigeria. Cause when you don't, when you don't do all these nice courses like economics, political science. Uh, Law, English, medicine, you know, they look at you like, like, I mean, why did you even go to school? (laughs) (laughs) So most of the time, even, I just tell people, yeah, political science, because I just don't want to go through the whole, oh, what course is that? Yeah, what do you do? (sighs) What are you supposed to do after school? Like, Mm. like, yeah, political science. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So why (laughs) did you choose local government studies? Yeah, the honest part was, it was so difficult for me to get into the university after, because I had to stay back home for like four years after my secondary school hmm. before I could get into the university. It was Why? A crazy It was a crazy time in my life, because you have to pass like two stages of exams. Hmm. You have to pass, there's what we call the JAMB. The JAMB exam is what gets you into like the university. But then when there's usually a cutoff, like if you, you can only get into this particular university if, if you have this partic- particular cutoff, right? So when you, when you get that cutoff, then each university, we probably make you take an exam and then give you another cutoff for that exam. So it was this crazy cause a lot of people were trying to get into the university cause the whole idea of Nigerian parents is. You need to go to school. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was so serious about that. Like before, I don't care what you want to do in your life. I don't care what you need to finish your secondary school and go to the university to have a degree. And mm-hmm. then you can do whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were trying to get into the university. It was crazy. So at the end of the day, after like three years and I could not get in. And I was meeting this cut off. But even after you miss the cutoff, you have to know people, right? Cause there's a lot of people getting into this cut off, or you have the upper hand when you know someone that knows someone that can talk to someone and get you in. So the, the fastest way then was, I don't know about now though, but the fastest way then was to go for pre-degree. Pre-degree is like each university has its own. So I went to OAU pre-degree, but. If I'm going to be honest, I was not serious in my pre-degree because <laughs> I was, like, tired. Like, four years of my life is just gone. So in my head, I just want to start something. Like, go learn something. Like, just learn an work or something. Like, and just move on with my life. Like, why do I even need a degree? Right? But my parents insisted, So I was just doing a lot of other things in pretty degree trying to, like, make money for myself, stop asking them for money from home. But nothing ever, like, came true, right? I haven't tried music. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just want to get it off, eh? Oh, yo.
0: And Minor. then, so, I did not pass really well. And I'm so sure happy I didn't, because... Because my parents wanted me to go for because it's always your parents telling you to do this, do that, go for mm-hmm. this course, yeah. It was economics. Yeah, but when I was in pre-degree, I saw people in hundred level that are already in the university and they are always complaining about economics. They're always complaining about the mathematics, like the calculations, the and there's if there's one thing I do not like in my life as I hate numbers, right? <laughs> So I was scared of the numbers that I was going to do for four years in school. Mm. So I was kind of happy when I got the local government when I knew I just needed to read, understand, and pour it down. And that was what I did through my four years, read mm. to pass the exam and just get my degree and <laughs> I let, I let my parents just leave me alone, exactly. right? Yeah. So that was my local government student. Mm. <laughs> After
1: that, that's when you moved to Lagos?
0: Yeah, after school, I moved to Lagos in 2015, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What
1: was your plan to to do in Lagos? Were you plan to work or just party or f- do whatever you want to do?
0: <laughs> party? No, I don't even club. I don't party. I don't... I, I went to meet my brother, my, mm-hmm. my, my eldest brother. He was in Lagos at the time. So he just said I should just come. Do I want to go back home to the parents after school? Like I'm a big boy now, just come meet me in Lagos. It's <laughs> and you think we I mean he actually wanted me to come, but at the same time, it doesn't it doesn't cook, it doesn't do anything, so it's just a lazy person looking for and I'm this Andy cooking, doing everything kind of person. So you wanted that so <laughs> and, and I you're was the sucker, to go... yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can put it that way. And I was happy to go to Lagos too, though, because that's where everything is happening, and I was already drawing then and mm. I felt this would be good for my drawing okay. so yeah that was why I'm also in Lagos
1: you've always been in painting you've always been in art
0: yeah I've always been in art when I was in my 300 level in school I don't, I don't know if everybody can relate to 300 level it's mm. like the years in the university Mm. When you get in 100 level, 200 level, 300 level, 400, and that's the, 400 is the final year. So in my 300 level, I there was a strike in my school. So I went back home and I was really just angry. Like, I just want to get these four years over with and move on with my life. And now mm. we are on strike. It was indefinite. There was no end to the strike, right? Mm. So, and then I remember a friend came over and he was telling me about his friend in school that draws and uses this technique and i was so interested because i was drawing already but they were like ah i wish you could see my drawings then <laughs> so i was so into that like wow maybe i can like start this and start just taking little money and i'm not going to say it was all about the money then right mm-hmm. so when he told me all that, then I went to YouTube. YouTube has always been my friend, by the way. As in everything I know today, it was from YouTube and Google. So I went to YouTube, I assessed the technique, I started practicing, and then when we go back to school, and then I was this guy drawing, and then I was just drawing. And then someone saw my drawing one day and said, oh, an old friend actually. And he was traveling, he was coming to Canada at the time, in 2016 or so. He was coming to Canada, and he said, "Oh, can you make this drawing for me?" He thought I was this like already made artist, <laughs> and he has no idea that that would be my first commission painting. And then I just said, "Yeah, yeah, 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 I can do that for you." And then I went to I went on Google to search for how much should I charge this for this blah 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 for this size. And then I saw on Google, and then I saw, and then I okay, I just bring this amount, and I will do it for you. And then he gave me the picture and I did like kind of really, I mean, relatively at the time, it was kind of really nice and he loved the painting. And then I said, wow, if I can make this painting and make this amount of money, then why not just start doing this? And then when school resumed, that was why I started started putting my, my paintings. I call them drawing. I don't like to call them because I, I made them with pencils, so. As I, I, I I draw someone very popular and then I go to school and I go to places like this in this picture behind you and then I just put them up on the notice board where it's allowed. I put my phone number, I put my Instagram and then I mean, a few people just started reaching out to me. The money was so, was so stupid though, I'm not going to lie. For it, my, That my first commission was like the highest money i got in like a very long time the money people were paying me for it was keeping me afloat i was a big boy in school right i was not asking my parents for money and that was all i ever wanted yeah mm. i had this freedom like i can do so yeah that was how that was how my art started it's a really long story
1: no it's perfect yeah, it's but, perfect but i read that you moved to canada to study fine art
0: okay yeah so when I when I started doing the old drawings and all and I moved to Lagos there was a very few of us drawing then hmm. there were a very few of us doing art in 2016 2017 so we kind of knew each other and then I realized everybody was doing the same thing at the time we were just drawing portraits hmm. so I've always wanted more like and I was on Instagram I was seeing all these nice artworks that people are doing like and they are not drawing portraits and i realized if you really want to move up like in the art world you don't all these older critics of art or all these older artists they don't really rate you as as a pencil portrait artist that might not be true but that was my truth mm-hmm. right i felt they don't really just see you up there so I tried to think about going to get a degree or diploma in finance Cause I felt that was what I needed. Right. Mm-hmm. I started to think YouTube was not enough for me. So I wanted to get a diploma in Nigeria. My brother was kind of against it that even if you are going to do something, just leave the country and go outside the country to learn this stuff. And then there was a time I went to see this, um, a sculpture artist is like a big boy, big man, big serious artist in Nigeria now, uh, Dr. Pokwola. I'm not sure if you, if you know him, he, he, he uses scrap metals to create all these really, really nice sculptures and made from scraps. So I went to see him at his workshop and I was telling him how oh, I want to leave the country to go study fine arts. I really like what you are doing. Like, I was ready to do anything I was ready to stop drawing or painting or anything to even just do anything that really make me happy but I really wanted to paint right so he said nah that I don't really I don't really have to that if I if it's really bothering me I should but it's on advice is I should just keep doing what I'm doing and just grow mm. and just let myself grow so. Yeah, I accepted that. And I went back to Lingos. I I was drawing on paper and making portraits on paper. Then I went to buy paint and canvases and I went on YouTube, like, how do I do this, what do I need? And I just started painting. right? And then the opportunity just came for me to apply to, to school in Canada. Like the opportunity just came and I felt if this opportunity is here, why not just do the fine arts then I just felt yeah like yeah let me just see what let me see what happens let me see if this is what I've been looking for right and being a portrait artist portrait portrait portraiture brings you like especially realism I start with realism this brings you a lot of exposure on Instagram when you do realism People, there is a lot of, wow, how did you do that? So it gets you a lot of traffic. It gets you a lot of followers, right? But most of these followers don't really convert to to fulfillment or what you... I don't know how to explain. I just see a lot of the wows and I just still not happy, right? Because I really feel I want to do something that that is meaningful. I don't want people to just send me their picture. And then I draw their faces and I give it back to them and then the artwork is gone, Mm. right? So there's nothing memorable about that. You want some impact? Yeah, I I wanted to make some impact, yeah. Like, I wanted to be able to come to me, like, what does this mean? And I am always so happy explaining my work, right? Mm. Because I'm always doing something that relates to my childhood, that relates to where I'm from, Nigeria, or just black people in 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 general, so mm. that was why that was that was the when the opportunity came to come to Canada, I, was, I just applied to Centennial College for fine arts, and yeah, that was what happened. I, I, again, it's a long, it's a really long yeah, yeah. story, but that's the shit. Uh,
1: let me just ask something: Were you happy that you went to school so you learned these techniques, or do you think? you would have been fine and succeed without going to school.
0: Funny enough, when when I applied to this one, I got the admission, when you get admission, you they do a portfolio review for you hmm. and the the woman that did the portfolio review with me, she said, wow, your works are really good. Are you sure you need us? Yeah. Well, wow, <laughs> it was a diploma in in centennial college in in toronto mm-hmm. so i said yeah i think because i really i really wanted to learn the basics like i don't know how to explain like the basics, the foundation of art yeah okay. i felt i knew nothing about that it's just youtube videos right and i felt like a one-on-one collect, uh, classroom connection between myself the other students and and the professor will, will really help so mm-hmm. i said yeah 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 so but then, to be honest, I think I would have done. I think the only thing school does to you is, cause what you what you what you need in art, to to get better really fast is you practicing every day. I think what school does for you is they push you, they give you deadlines, so they they push you to work like every day. So I think I would say that was what really helped me. Cause between 2021 and 2022, it was supposed to be a two-year course. So after one year, I I left cause you drop out. Yeah, I I, um... I stopped. I can't. I I still want to go back to get my certificate for the remaining one year, but I felt I wasn't really, I wasn't really like it wasn't it wasn't making a lot of difference for me. No, for but,
1: sure. You, you're you not growing. You know, you feel like yeah, being stagnant.
0: I, yeah. And it was a lot of money to as an international student to school, like in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, I just went nah, nah.
1: Let me ask you, how would you describe
0: your artwork style? Hmm. Honestly, when people see my works, they say Cubism. Hmm. Picasso? But, yeah, Picasso... Style, but that was kind of what inspired my style, because there's this controversy that Picasso, uh, to uh, like got the idea of cubism from Africa. So like, he took that out of the continent and made it his own. There's always this controversy when you when you Google. Picasso, Africa, controversy, you see, something like that. So it was just like this idea, a personal idea for myself, like I'm bringing this style back to Africa, Mm. right? But in a more futuristic way. I'm still developing every day. My next set of paintings, my, my series I'm working on will be more futuristic looking so okay. I I, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't I really don't want when someone says cubism I don't argue because I, I don't but I don't want to call it cubism
1: for me it's not, not really cubism to... to be honest
0: like I see what. why would they say that
1: I, I see but I don't think it's really cubism
0: yeah but if you go back to when the, this style if you go back to when I started the works look kind of different from what I'm doing now. Mm. There are more the colors pop more and the QB style is not really, really there. Yeah, so I would say I'm evolving. So I am not going to label my style mm-hmm. any name right now. I love that. But as long as people see and see, oh, this is Caesar's work. I mean that's that's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you if, want your signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people can see that this is my this is uh, signature painting, that, that that's enough for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. T- talking about Picasso, because funny enough, I visited a museum that he had his uh, African artwork there. It was yeah. Picasso's uh, African. Uh, what what did they, what did they call it? African period or some shit like that. And talking about that, do you think that is cultural appropriation or? Could it be seen in a way that he promoted the culture and elevated the popularity of
0: African art? Personally, I don't see anything wrong in what Picasso did. That's just my truth. I think, I think we blacks, I think we are like angry at everything that went on during that period. And I would say I would say he did something really really good for for African art. Like I think Picasso meant well when he did all these things. and he, he said it himself that that he, he, he did not hide anything. He made it obvious, like he made it public that it was inspired by the African masks, right? Yeah, that he loved the angular shapes, the way it was made. And that was what inspired this cubism. Cause when you see, when you see Picasso's cubism, they are totally different. They are like, like delicate. They are like, you would love them. They, they, they define art. So m- most of the, most of the time now, like I just read Picasso's quotes, and I read like he's an inspiration. Picasso is a beast in art; Bro, like he knows, he knows, he knows this thing.
1: He's probably m- my number one, Picasso.
0: Yeah, I- imagine no Instagram, no social media, no anything back then, and hmm. the world knows his name. Like, yeah, yeah. So. One of if- my
1: sorry one of, one of my favorite like story or quote about Picasso was during his prime, he was so famous that he, if he wants a house, all he has to do is draw a house. Wow
0: you know what wow I mean? that's power. yeah hey, I think I would uh, if the, if anybody brings this peel, that would take me back in time. I would take to the I would I would go back to the Picasso era like I just want to sit down with him and let him talk because people like that you don't need to ask them anything. just like be with them for like a day mm-hmm. just see how they think how they talk how they reason you know, I would like to see what goes on in his mind
1: Oh 100% Yeah like I said I I live in Montreal and they had a uh exhibition of his pieces from during mm-hmm. the African period Wow, it was very exciting. Hey, listen, I would have loved the cubism part, but that was good too. <laughs> you know. Speaking of your art and your style, which I really love because of the colors, the shapes, yeah. and the images. And two of my favorite, I have a few, but my two of my favorites, number 1 is the Kodu.
0: Yay! Bro,
1: that's a oh. <laughs> I love like how it is so like it's color, but a very like subtle color, Ew. soft. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love, I love how the like the woman is in in the forefront, and she's so clear, and yeah. the man is in the back, and he's like you know there's paint on his face or something like that. Yeah, or yeah. What was the inspiration of that piece?
0: Yeah, when I was painting that piece, it was like embossed. The black relationship the there, there's something people don't really talk about it's that there are, there are more more black couples stay together for a very long time mm. than I think than any other race
1: mm.
0: and but that that was just my idea, but it was more about the relationship i had with my wife Hmm. yeah when we got when we got married last year congratulations by the way yay thank you and then we both there was a day she was talking to me and she said oh she works like from home and i paint at home we're like both working at home so Hmm. the only time we really like the only time we are together it is when we're about to go to bed, and mm. uh, like so, like the bedroom is just our space. Like that's when we like cuddle up and talk about our day, and uh, it was just this very perfect moment, that, like mm. that we get to share throughout mm. the day. So mm. that 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 was tied to like, cuddle. Like see you daily, then I changed it into like a way a Yoruba person we says do. so that was what came about with the K O D U. Yeah. So yeah, that's beautiful. So you know that was...
1: woman. I don't know who you use, but it reminds me of Kerry Washington. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The it actress. probably looks like a. But I might take a picture because if you see the neck, the neck doesn't look like like a regular neck. So yeah, it's elongated. What. Yeah, when I, when I take a picture, I try to break them down into shapes, into simple shapes. Some are extreme, mm-hmm. some I like go easy. So mm-hmm. when, I, when I use a reference picture and I start breaking down the shape, it doesn't look like the reference anymore. Because mm-hmm. along the line, I make these really awkward shapes and just move things around. See, so it just makes sense to me. So, yeah. I, I do, do I even remember the reference picture I used? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't. So, I, so at some points, I just drop the reference and then I just focus on the painting. Mm, yeah. and start I love to it. Decide I love the movement
1: but, of the painting. I love yeah. the movement of, I don't know what, what they are, the and dress the sheet. or the paper. Yeah, whatever. the sheets. Yeah, yeah, covering them. Yeah. How it, co- how it follows the neck. Of the woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like one of my best paintings, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish. But for now, I really just want to stick to selling originals, right? Okay. Yeah, I wish I was holding on to that original and then just selling <laughs> prints. But I'm trying to build the brand around originals at least for a year. Yeah. Speaking so of that, this year.
1: You, you were saying about, you know, hard to let go some artists they dread of the idea of separating from their artwork in your case is it hard for you to sell your pieces
0: yes <laughs> like i have i have like two paintings now that i'm not even listing on my website that is hanging on my work
1: hmm.
0: i really just want them to to stay with me for a bit honestly i mean i love when people when i first listed my works I put the prices so high, like 5K, because I did not want people to buy it. But my wife insisted I list them because the house was so full of artworks. Artworks <laughs> hanging all over the house. Hey, and listen, just if you're become... running out
1: of space, <laughs> you can send some over here. I'm
0: not going to complain. I promise you that. Right. <laughs> And then my wife insisted, I list some. So I listed at a very high price, (laughs) so nobody would buy them. But then I saw a Picasso quote, and it said, man, you need to get your artworks into the world. Like, no matter, like, do not care about the price right now. Like, just start creating and start pushing them out. Just push them out. Make sure they sell. So, and as the night I saw that quote, and then I just went on my website I listed couple for like 800 before hmm. and then there was someone someone asked me about the code before and I said he asked for a discount I said no <laughs> <laughs> And then that night as soon as I saw, I saw the codes I said This is my daddy speaking to me. My daddy, Picasso. (laughs) (laughs) So let me, let me just listen to him. I mean, it only makes sense, right? You can't just keep working and keeping them to yourself. You want the world to see you to listen to your story. Yeah. You have to share, you have to share your
1: beauty, your talent, your artwork. I
0: was even off Instagram for like a year. I was posting like maybe once a month. Hmm. I was just walking, Right. I was trying to cause this style. I was just starting to perfect this style. Right. Because, we are always learning. Like, my artworks will look different next year than they do now. We are evolving. So the night I saw that course, I just went on my website and I just chopped 2K off the the (laughs) price. And I just put it like 1,800. Like, oh, fine. Just go. And then the next day, it was sold. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's waiting. (laughs) I, I was so sad. Like, Wow, you did not even like wait for like two days. But I was so happy at the same time, like someone because as an artist, you need this, you need especially when the work is so special to you, you might not want it to go, but at the same time, you need this you need to know that the public love what you are doing. Cause because when you when you see an artwork, you need to fall in love with the artwork first. Then you want to know the idea behind it. I mean, if you see an that work and you don't really like it, then you don't even, you probably don't even want to know about it, not to talk of buying it for yourself, but when artists know that people love my work, that's like the only encouragement ever. Trust me, when that work sold, I went to the store, used like almost all the money to buy canvases, paints, and then I started making new sketches, like, you know, for these new, all these series that if you, I know, I have folders of works I want to do, but I've been sleeping on them. Like, what if people don't like, What Maybe people don't really like my works and like, I'm not good enough. You're crazy. Right? What the, who it's are you talking about? Like, You're not making yo, any sense right now. It's a serious. It, yo, we have this with my wife. We have this conversation I mean, where she says, Oh, don't worry. You're so good. Don't worry. This is this research She's like, like, I'm telling you, man, like I'm breaking down. Like nobody likes my work. My work doesn't look good. Blah, blah, blah. As soon as that work sold, that was that single work that sold. That was all I needed. And then I started I became more active on Instagram. I started making more paintings. I started like pushing myself beyond just restricting myself to that style. Trying to break um break through in my mind from realism, cause that's something I struggle with. No matter how much I want to draw shapes and colors, there is always this realism still showing through. Right? So I mean, it's not bad. Realism is not bad. I, I, I still think. In fact, I have this work. This, do you know this artwork? Um, the girl with the pearl earring.
1: Yes, that is. Yeah, I have what is the, the Dutch guy. Yeah, I forget his name.
0: I forget. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Anyways, I want to create that artwork, but with a black girl. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a little bit more realistic. So, so for you to for it to for people to get the idea from where the painting is from, because the actual painting is realistic, right? So, yeah, Vermeer, Johan Vermeer, Vermeer, yeah, yeah, Vermeer. So, yeah, that is like artists need to know that my yeah, work. Yeah, you have
1: to. You have to spread. I have to. Evolve and as you should as an artist, you know? Another one that I love was or is Ruby Bridges, that little girl.
0: Oh, uh, that's yeah. flames. <laughs> yeah. That, um, my, my little niece inspired that one. Hmm. Yeah, I just saw her going to school one day. She wasn't exactly dressed like that. Well, when I just saw her, I just, I just felt during the during the slavery period when black people were going through all that and then I was there even school where kids like were black kids going to school were they learning anything like see the freedom all these kids are enjoying now right and then I went on Google and I searched for for uh women in like really Popular women then that fought for for freedom, and I saw the story of Ruby Bridges, and it was just so inspiring. You should you should read about her story. Yeah, it's beautiful. But when I made the painting, though, that was not. I did not have Ruby Bridges in my mind. I just said this painting is going to be like for a strong. Woman that really had a lot of impacts during that period, yeah. And then I put it out there. When I posted the painting, I said, "Name this painting." I did not tell the story. I did not say this was my inspiration. I did not. And trust me, this painting went so like viral, like it was so big, like everybody was commenting. Till today, people are still naming the painting, right? But I was just waiting. I checked every name that everybody gave. And as I was about to go to sleep, like maybe a week later when I posted, after I posted, and I just saw this comments pop up, Ruby Bridges. Perfect. Yeah. Like when I saw the comment, I felt, wow, this sounds like what I want to name my painting, but wait, let me see what this is about. And then I went on Google and then I read that story. Wow. And then I went to reply to the girl that's like, yo, this is why I'm naming this painting. And not until then, that was when I listed the painting on my website. Like Now it has a name. Now I want to list it on my website, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I wanna ask you, I saw that you mentioned that
1: you work better doing multiple projects than focusing yeah. just one. How is, that, how is that process? Could you explain?
0: Okay, so when I start a new painting, and I keep going on just one painting. I will get tired. I will. I will feel it will become boring to me. It will become because before I paint, I already sketch them out. I already plan my color theory. I already plan everything. So I'm, I'm kind of done with the artwork. I'm kind of not done with that piece. The only thing I need to do is mix my colors appropriately and put them on the canvas, right? So that work is already done. It, it's already boring to me. So the fun part is in the process for me. The fun part is stretching my canvas on a on frame, using staples, the staple gun to staple them, putting gesso, putting primer, preparing my canvas, putting them on the, users, catching them out sketching my artwork out, deciding a lot of things. But well, as soon as I sketch and I start painting, that painting is done in my head. So I would rather paint like a bit into the, uh, go a bit into the painting, drop the canvas, pick up another canvas, start the whole process again. That's just the fun part. Like it's so amazing. So right now I have like one, two, three, four works I'm working on.
1: Okay, so when you're working on them, are you literally like working on one thing and then you jump to the other thing, or are just like today I'm gonna work on this, the next days?
0: Honestly, it depends. I I don't plan. I don't plan anything before I go to bed. When I wake up, I just feel, hmm, "Let me do this. Let me finish this work." All right?
1: Yeah, I understand. I was gonna ask you because most artists does this. Like, do you sell print?
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. I I'm trying to stay like as original as possible so right now at least for the rest of this year i don't want to make any prints okay that might change that might change because i feel there are works i really really want to hold on to Mm -hmm. right so if i feel there's a demand for a particular work i do not want to part with it Mm -hmm. i can offer prints okay As long as possible, I'm staying away from prints. I want to be pushing out just my original artworks for now.
1: That's beautiful. You know Bob Ross, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said once that talent is a pursued interest. Anything that you're willing to practice, you can do. What is your personal take on that? Is that, do do you agree with that? Or there are some people that just cannot paint?
0: That is the truth. I think everybody can paint. I think everybody, the... the You haven't the,
1: seen my drawing, bro. <laughs>
0: that is the thing. See, that is the thing. You, you have other things you are doing. Hmm. Right? What, when I was in school, I already decided in my mind that I am not going to look for jobs. I am not going to a nine-to-five. I am not doing all these things. I will do something for myself, by myself. So this has always been my mentality. And as soon as I found drawing, that was all I ever wanted to do. And I kept going every day, every day. So at that point, it was more than having a talent. I don't think there's anything called talent even. I think it's passion. When you have the passion, then you can build that passion into whatever you want. Right? If you keep going, cause. Human beings are, like, human beings are complex. They are a very complex machine. We can do anything. I'm telling you, we can. Remember when phones came out? Remember all those phones we were using? All those... Yeah, yeah. Yo, do you see the phones you are using now? No keypads. Who would have ever thought that we would not be using key... when The first time I saw a phone without a keypad, I was like, wow. See, now it's even nothing. Now we are driving electric cars. I was seeing these new best the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like the movie Avatar. Like, you just put your hand on on, like, and then it lights up. <laughs> see, the possibilities are endless. So when you say you want to paint or you want to draw, why do you think people retire, they go to painting, and then suddenly they, you see these old people just blowing up like very good painters? Yeah, that's because after retirement, there was nothing left for them to do. And they picked it up as an hobby and they were doing it every day. And they they become so good at it that they they become popular. So the only difference between myself and anybody else that feels they are not good enough is because they are not doing it every day consistently. Like when on YouTube, going on Google, asking questions, there's no way you will not get good if you keep painting every day for like a year
1: beautiful beautiful yeah actually another one that that caught my eye and interest about your instagram and your art is sometimes you post photos or videos and then you write poetry beside it as a subtitle yeah are those your original pieces or who wrote that
0: oh my 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 poems are chat gpt <laughs> my poems are chat gpt i just go i tell GPT, mine, the idea behind my painting. Yeah. Cause I always, I like mystery, right? I don't want to just type, yeah, this painting was because myself and my wife, when we work all day, we go to the bed and then we call, yeah, that's just so lame. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm, I'm not a poet. I don't write poems. right? So I just beg, I beg ChatGPT like, bro. Before you take over the world, I am so <laughs> nice to you. I am so nice to you. I've been so nice to you. Can you please write a poem for me with this idea? You're
1: <laughs> killing me right now. You're so like, artist, and then you just chat GPT, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then I copy that and I put that on my... On All right, my that's course. fair Every enough. Every time, we- yeah. Anyways,
1: <laughs> since you mentioned chat GPT... What's your opinion on
0: AI art? Yo, AI, you need. I I see a lot of artists complaining that AI is taking over art. AI AI is not taking over art. AI is here to help you on your art journey. Like they have to... the possibilities are so endless with with AI art. Okay, so portrait artists, right? Portrait artists, what we do then is we, we, we do a photo shoot, right? If you want to pay very a very realistic portrait, you need to do a photo shoot. You need to have your own reference pictures, right? So if you're a portrait artist, do you really need to still be doing photo shoots? No, man. Just go, like, there are some things you cannot achieve with photo shoots that you can achieve with AI, just, they are so advanced now. It's so realistic now. Like, put HD at the back of your, at the end of your prompt and you can see this, you can see this keen pause of your, it's so crazy now. So why, why are you complaining when you have your, your reference generating machine right in front of you? So man, do you want to go, continue, see? the world is moving you have to find a way to move with the world like you can't be complaining when you're complaining people are leaving you behind man so instead of going taking your camera looking for models trying to take pictures of your next painting man just put like the prompt or whatever you want like a model swinging on Water in the sun, or something like that. It give yeah. it to you. Anything, yeah. So, yeah I but, know.
1: It's it's. I I agree with you. Like, it I'm is a helpful AI. tool.
0: Yeah. I, had I a, mean, but, mm. but in some cases, right? I feel bad for some. Not artists in this case, like people working in all these big companies. Like recently, Shopify laid off like a bunch of people, and I know it was because of AI. AI. Like yeah, AI but... being able to dream it that's on them they need to pivot right right you need to find a way to to make this thing work for you yeah right. at exactly. least for now before they take over the world right you still need to find a way for them to work for you so you can show your employer like i have found a way to manipulate this i mean it's not. i'm sure it's not as easy as i'm saying because i've never like had a job also
1: another one i want to ask you do you think you're successful
0: Right now, no yet. I, I I feel the fire burning. Like I feel I'm on the right path, in the right direction. But successful right now, mm-hmm. nah. I think I'm very far from it. When
1: or how you would know that you're successful?
0: That question. Hmm. I think was when when my artworks are everywhere, and someone walks into. Like, like a big gallery sees a work on the on the wall, and just says, "Oh, is that Caesar's work?" Yeah, yeah I think, I think that will, that would define success for me, as an artist. Yeah, I think that would be very important. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you have to sell your painting, right?
0: <laughs> I'm doing my best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You gotta let them go. Yeah.
0: You gotta listen yeah. to the wife. I know, right? (laughs) I'm doing my best, trust me. I'm doing my best. I like, I have to fight this war in my head. Like, you have to list this painting, man. You have to list. You mentioned earlier,
1: and I've seen you on Instagram, that you paint outside. Do you always paint outside?
0: Now, yes, always. Like, the past two, three months, I used to paint inside, but there was never enough space because I like painting like big sizes, right? Mm. there was never enough space. And there's this thing I use in my paints to help, because oil paints are crazy. They, if you paint with with the paints alone, straight from the tube, it might take like a week before it dries. Right. But there's this medium we use that we mix a bit into the paint. It, it, It makes it dry faster. Like. It dries to touch like the next day, right? And oil paint, you need it to dry a bit before you can continue working on it. So you don't mess uh, up all your artwork. So that stuff we use, that medium, uh, I've read online that it can be toxic, right? So when you seal yourself up indoors and you breathe it in, you work with it throughout the day, it might be over time, it might just be bad for your health. Oh. So I take my paintings outside now where there's a lot of open space.
1: Wow. Most artists are susceptible to mental health issues. Do you <laughs> suffer to that? Or other than, I know I, we talked about it earlier, your, um, what's what's that? um Imposter syndrome.
0: Yeah, that, that might be something. I wouldn't say that's my... That's <laughs> a problem. I'm, I'm content with, with myself. Mm. When, when you have inner peace, I think all these other things are just on the surface, like Mm. if you feel your works are not good enough, that shouldn't be so deep, that it brings you way down. Like it should just be all this, this surface problem that you have, right? So I don't think. That would affect me. I'm, I'm I'm a very happy person. Like, I'm a very crazy person. So, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, I don't I, I love don't it. Yeah. I think
1: we're getting there, or we're there.
0: But let's yes. close
1: out with one question. What are the most important lessons you've learned in life through creating art?
0: You have to be, like, consistent. Like, Consistency is like the best gift you can have in anything you do, like in anything, yo, and anything can make you so successful Any anything can make your name like go really far as long as you keep doing it every day. Even the bad stuff, right? It can put you in jail as long as you keep doing this every day, mm. but the good stuff, the, the, the creativity, even like tech, coding, anything you do, you just have to be consistent, like, as long as you have that gift, you can be successful in anything. Mm. So Yeah. Consistency. That's, that's like what I've learned.
1: Well said again, my man Caesar. Thank you for coming on the
0: podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here, especially this um, screen behind you, my school. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Before we close out,
1: if you want to say your Instagram again or in your website, go ahead.
0: Yeah, my Instagram is Icaezar, I-C-A-E-Z-A-R, and the same thing for my website, icaezar.com, TikTok, Icaezar.com. Uh, Twitter, ICESA like everywhere. I C A E Z R. Perfect. Just Google ICESA <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Man, have a good evening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having I me. Mean, it's been fun talking to you. For sure. Bye. Yeah. Thank you again,
1: Caesar, for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa from Immigrants Life. I'll see you guys later.